Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On today's episode, I want to start by asking a question, which is, why do we struggle to give to the needy? I mean, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because, I mean, deep down inside, we we all kind of know it's the right thing to do. We, We all know that instinctively, even young children know that, that, hey, if there's someone in need, we should help them. And I mean, this is, you know, we're in the holiday season, holiday cheer, we're looking to Christmas. And so, you know, we want to, gosh, spread the holiday cheer, right? We want to make Christmas special for everyone. We want everyone to have an amazing time, including those who are needy. You know, we've been discussing uh, poverty and those who are in need in the last few episodes in our devotional with Tim and Kathy Keller. But why do we struggle? In other words, even even if we know it's the right thing to do, even if we agree with it intellectually, even if we agree that you know the Bible says it, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to actually keep this in the top of our minds and then even more so to actually live it out, to actually practice it, to actually help those around us who are in need? Why? Why? And, and I have a theory. I have a theory. Now, again, I did not say this is the truth. This is just the theory. So you can listen to it with a grain of salt. Okay. But my theory is that our society values the famous, the popular, and the powerful. And so even if we believe it, uh, because of the social pressure, it kind of drives out what we instinctively believe. So, in, in other words, think about, uh, I mean, we're in Orange County, you know, L.A. and Hollywood, is it's, it's not that far away now. And um, we just live in an amazing place and a beautiful place. And so, you know, we, we got to keep up with the Kardashians, right? I'm, I'm not talking about in lifestyle. But even just the show, um, you know, we have to watch The Bachelor and see these amazing places that they're traveling to. And we have to see who's Insta-famous and how many likes and followers do they have and, and who are the new, you know, influencers that are rising amongst millennials and Generation Z. And so our, our, our society right now, there is such a high premium on – you know, how many followers you have, how many likes you have, how much money you have, how much uh, titles and CEO and what board you sit on. We value the famous, the popular, and the powerful. And so even if we know that we should care for the needy, I think, and I wonder aloud, if the psychological pressure of this, of of valuing what our society values, it, it kind of pushes out, you know, it kind of squeezes out and it drives out what we know is true deep down inside. That's just my theory. It's a pretty good theory, right? I feel like you're nodding. I can see you nodding. I can sense it. I'm very encouraged. Thank you for nodding. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So, so here's my second question then. How do we get it right? In other words, how do we take this instinct in our hearts that even little kids know that we should help the needy? And how do we take that from this knee jerk, guilty conscience feeling to a place where we actually believe it. It, It's a point of conviction. 
And it's something that we really want to boldly, confidently step in and walk into. Well, I think it, it will help us to see the view. And, and this, this view is going to surprise us. It is going to surprise us. But it will help us to get the view of the most famous, the most popular, and the most powerful person in the world, namely our God and King, our Lord. Because his view of the needy will be very surprising to us, and it may actually catch us of guard. Here's what uh, the Word of God reads in Proverbs 23, verse 10 and 11. The wisdom writer says, Don't move an ancient boundary marker, and don't encroach on the fields of the fatherless. That's the vulnerable. For their Redeemer is strong, and he... The Lord will champion their cause against you. Now, uh, right off the bat, I mean, this verse almost comes off. You know, it's not threatening. (laughs) It's not threatening. But my goodness, there's a strong forcefulness, isn't there? I mean, it's like, don't don't, um, encroach on, you know, the, the limited place of the fatherless, right? These are the orphans. Um, don't move their uh, boundary markers. Don't give them less space. And, and it says God champions their cause. And he's, he's even going to champion their cause against those who are unjust towards them. Because their redeemer, their God is strong. This is so insightful because for us, we go, wow, God really cares about you know, the brokenhearted. God, God really champions the cause of the vulnerable. And, and that is true. But I mean, when we, when we take this passage and we set it into the cultural context of their day, it, it's really remarkable. I mean, Tim and Kathy Keller, they give so many insightful things. Here's, here's one thing that they say. Here's what Tim and Kathy Keller say in their devotion. They say, in ancient societies, the gods were especially identified with the upper classes, People assumed that the elites were the most virtuous and so were divinely blessed with power and wealth. Job's friends actually believed this too, that God was on the side of the prosperous. How astounding then to have a God who instead identified with the powerless and worked for their interests. And here in this verse, what we see is, the verse reads, for their redeemer is strong. He will champion their cause against you. So yes, even the ancients, they believe that gods favor the elites, right? That gods, the, 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 the gods favor the, the famous, the powerful, uh, and the popular, those who had the most Instagram you know, followers of the ancient times. But no, our God, Yahweh, the God of the scriptures, he was near to the brokenhearted. He championed their cause. In fact, Tim and Kathy Kell, they say this. This is so beautiful. This is so powerful. They say, when you're introducing yourself to someone, you ordinarily mention your vocation. You know, for example, I'm John Doe and I'm a physician in town. This tells people what you spend most of your time doing in public life. So when God is introduced as defender of the poor, it shows that it is one of the main things he is concerned about in the world. I mean, this is who our God is. Our father, he hands out his business card and it does not say CEO. It says, well, it does say CEO, but it's a CEO of being near to the brokenhearted. 
It says, it says CEO of championing the cause of the vulnerable. That's who our God, he's the most powerful being. He's the most famous, the most popular, the most glorious being in creation, in the world. And his heart, his heart is for the brokenhearted. His heart is near to the brokenhearted, and he champions the cause of the orphan, the widow, the poor, and the immigrant. This is what's known as as the quartet of the vulnerable, the quartet of the vulnerable, the orphan, the widow, the poor, and the immigrant. And it's remarkable throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, just scripture as a whole, when you go through the story of the Bible, how God is near to the broken heart of the courts of the vulnerable, that he champions their cause. And so here's the question. It's a simple question. Will we believe it? Will we believe this? Will we believe this and remind ourselves of this? Will we pray this in our hearts to the degree that it actually begins to now drive out? And, and squeeze out and push out maybe the psychological pressure that we don't even realize to simply value those on the earth who are famous, popular, and powerful. Now, we certainly we want to love them and we want them to know Jesus. And if they don't, but God's heart, near to the brokenhearted, he champions the cause of the vulnerable. As a follower of Jesus, may we also do the same, especially this holiday season. Let's pray. God, you love the world. You love and you are near to the brokenhearted. You love the fatherless. You are strong and you are the redeemer for them, for us. You sent your son Jesus to the world to adopt us and to bring us to your family. That's your heart for those who are. We are the vulnerable. And so would you help us to love and serve those in our world who are also vulnerable. Help us, give us the eyes to see what you see. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.